Left. Right. Yo, what's up? Thank you for joining us today. Well, if you missed in the news, Tiger Woods ran off the street in his Genesis SUV. Uh, we're going to kick off with that. We'll take it from there. Let me know what you think at the end of this episode. We kind of shot the shit. We didn't have an overlaying topic. So, I'm curious if you like it or not. Let me know. Have fun. See ya. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. This is episode 80 of Sip Talk. Thank you for joining us. We're going to make some drinks. We're going to start discussion. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. None of this pre-discussed, so we're going to roll with it. Uh, I do want to get started talking about Tiger Woods, specifically True. because the type of vehicle that he owned and the fact that we're visited uh, by David Boswell. Uh, you, you, were, you did work at a Hyundai dealership, right? I worked at a Mercedes-Benz Porsche and other fancy car dealership for a number of years. We'll we'll still talk about, we'll talk about cars in a second. Um, Let's start in the bottom. Welcome, James. James, the Bosnator Boswell out of Charleston, South Carolina, professional referee, accountant, philosopher, and bartender. Um, James, what do you have to drink down there? Uh, I didn't have a time to do anything besides grab a beer. I came, I had to work, and then I had a college soccer game that I had to officiate, and I haven't even had a chance to shower. I'm wearing exactly what I wore walking out of the locker room. Well, there's not, nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I can't smell you. Uh, yeah, that, that's good for you, because I can smell me. Um, so I think, uh, you know, right off, the, right off the field, a drink couldn't hurt. Um, David, what are you drinking up out there? And w- remind me where you're in Sacramento. Sacramento, that's correct. Sacramento, uh, California, on the left coast. Oh yeah, uh, I've got a Firestone Walker Bluponic Series IPA, which is actually quite nice. Yeah. Uh, grocery Bluponic Island. I mean, Bluponic. Bluponic. Like I, I feel like they're trying to go like Lupine, like wolves and stuff. I'm not really sure what they're trying to go out there, but there's uh, it's, 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 it's a nice IPA. hoppy IPA. Oh, it sounds to me more like the plague. <laughs> well, the title I think is questionable. All right, look, guys. So I'm gonna make Bluponic this drink. plague. <laughs> I'm gonna make this drink, and uh, and we're gonna get rolling. I'm going to make a Negroni, one of my favorites. I'm doing this in the basement, so um, I got what we got in the basement. Gonna hit a little Campari. And uh, I'm running low on Kapari. So so the thing about having a bar at home is that, you know, nobody wants to finish their own bottles. So what I find happens a lot is I get a bunch of bottles and then I milk each bottle. So I get like five, six of the way through a bottle and then I just don't touch it. And then I move on to the next bottle. I get five, And then I end up just with a bar full of bottles that are near empty. So I'm trying to transition into this, just kill the bottle and buy another bottle rather than kind of milk the hell out of each bottle and pour all of them together. I mean, and just make whatever abomination of a cocktail results. When I get down to the, the fifth of the bottles there. Yeah. I may do that. Who knows? Just, I, to, honestly, just call it cancer. 
I have, I'm in the basement. I have one, two, <laughs> cirrhosis, three. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Four, five. I have five boxes of bottles, uh, champagne, wine. You just crack an egg in there to emulate like the, the yellowing of the liver. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you uh, separate actually, it out, you, you can make a cirrhosis fizz with the egg white and then add in the yolk. Uh, you know, I'm, I want to. I want to talk about. I want to talk about cirrhosis. heavy and regular drinking. Um, right, where's the top of this thing? Unfortunately, this this shaker kind of blows, so I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lightly shake it because it leaks all over the place. These are the worst. These are the worst shakers, I have to tell you. Um, but it's let's more see. like a stir, a really I mean, inefficient stir. It's uh, yeah. It's it it blows. It looks cool. Um, but honestly, if you're going to like shake the hell out of these drinks, I think the seal is just weak on it, you know? Yeah. You just need the two, you just need the two tin shakers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tin shaker. Definitely. They don't look as fancy on the bar stand, but they're so much better. I, yeah, I like the metallics on the bar stand. All right. So here's, here's my Negroni. That's one third Campari, one third, uh, sweet vermouth and one third gin. I used a Tangeray. Um, all right, let's see. All right, then, so Tiger Woods. So, first of all, it wasn't a car he owned. Um, Hyundai was sponsoring the tournament, so they gave him a loaner vehicle. I, I want to I talk on that, but one second. I have my dried. Did they get their money's worth? I got my dried. Uh, is this good advertising? <laughs> so, no that press is bad that, press, except for your car company. He crashes your vehicle, but people are talking about Hyundai. So, so let's so they let's got me. There. So my, it's my, so he did Buick for a while, right? Or Oldsmobile. He had this. He, yeah. The, he, he, Buick old, and Oldsmobile. White, yeah. It's old. super old. Well, you know, obviously golf is a young person sport. So if Tiger Woods is, you know, is driving a Buick, obviously they have their target audience. Uh, golf is not a young person sport. I actually don't uh, Maybe I know some people that golf, but I, it's not in my world. I play like, golf. Right. I, I, well, I guess like play because like if you see me if you see me on the golf course sometimes you're wondering i'm not really sure what sport he's playing he well, has a general concept of what he's supposed to do it's going in that direction i like the i like the driving range um i could do that and have a few beers but like you don't have to walk around it's very you, know, you don't get that far from the bar and like you can just stop at any point you don't have to walk all the way back there's no golf carts you know you would like sun. bowling i hate bowling hate bowling why do you hate bowling it's something i think i was just always bad at it as a kid mm. and like i just I, i've just kind of been like people suggested i'm like nah let's not do that but it just makes me think of like chubby oh. parents in the when 80s. we were kids going to bowling alley bowling alley birthday parties you had the the crews that were there all the time, smoking and drinking. I was just going to say two lanes over from the eight year olds having a birthday party. <laughs> I was and I was born in 1990, so this isn't that long ago. So, but I was going to say smoking. Yeah, back then you could smoke in bars. So obviously times have changed. I miss the smoking in bars. Actually, I'm not not a smoker, but I I miss the smoking in bars. Um, to me, it's just kind of like setting the scene. And I like uh, what Gaffigan has to say about bowling. You know, it's a different kind of sport. It has an ashtray built into the scoreboard. <laughs> that that is, that is also like there's two types of people. There are people that really like bowling, and then there's wouldn't it be hysterical if we went bowling right now? I don't I don't what is that like when you're just hammered and you're like we need something to sarcastically do going bowling. Yeah. What, what would be really stupid? Let's go bowling. Okay. Fuck you. All right. 
I'll do it. If um, you're going to be unpleasant yeah. with it, I'll be unhappy with it. Yeah, I'm in. All right, so we're, we're I'm, bridging, a, I'm not happy until you're unhappy. We're we're bridging to we're bridging two topics, the Tiger Woods thing, but also what I wanted to get into when I was talking about drinking is well, bowling is, is kind of on topic here. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. So, <laughs> thank you. I think drinking gets really frowned upon, um, and drinking is for me it's like a pastime. I would almost call it a sport. And <laughs> who wins? Uh, I do. How? In the moment. <laughs> in the next day, maybe not so much. I don't get that hungover actually lately. But I like to, you know, spend like a Sunday just bar hopping, um, you know, or just trying out different drinks. And, you know, I don't drink really to get drunk, but I definitely drink a lot. Like I drink kind of anything that's in front of me, like a Gatorade at, at halftime. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, more of a personal flaw. But I just I think drinking gets frowned on so much. And I think it's it's really something cool to do. It's like it's almost like cooking, except your stomach doesn't get as full unless you're drinking heavy beer. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I feel like, James, when you come and visit New York, we just kind of bar hop every single night until one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. The times that I, the, the last couple of times that I've been in New York, I really alternate between two states. Which, which are New York and New Jersey? No. Oh. <laughs> no, between drunk and hungover. And usually when I'm hungover, I want to just not be drunk. And then you say, James, it's eight o'clock. You're still hungover. Drink. I'm like, I can't. And then an hour later, I'm back to state two. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, New Jersey. I, I enjoy <laughs> cocktails. Later. I enjoy cocktails. I enjoy hanging out and uh, visiting bars and, and just kind of chilling. And I think. A drink is a nice thing to do that with. And and I don't know. I, I try not to drink too, too much. Obviously, there's I think I think our sip talks are actually very good. Um, there's some nights that we can stay on, you know, for a couple of hours and have five or six drinks. Or there's some nights where we have a drink or two and and we close up shop. But I've been keeping it to one or two beers recently. But I remember on the election night, I was probably at like eight to ten. Yeah, I think I was drinking blue margaritas. Yep. And uh, red beer. I mean, I had I had a lot that night. But, uh, you know, I don't think it, it's one thing if you're doing it all the time. And there's been times in my life where I've drinking drinking quite a bit. But I, on a regular basis, I don't I don't do that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But when I tell people, yeah, you know, I'm going to be drinking on air for two hours. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, you, you can't. That's terrible. You can't do that. Like last time it was three. <laughs> but I just I don't see it as a terrible thing. Um, nor do I think of the consumption of, it would be like a smoker who had like two or three cigarettes every few days. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that's how you drink. Was that, was there an issue that you're doing it on air? Cause otherwise like, yeah, I'm just be drinking for two hours tonight. Is that better? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Philosophical question. Does this count as drinking alone? No. Uh, I mean, you could ask that at any point in time. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes the answer is a little clearer, especially if you're very introverted. <laughs> um, so look, so so my my uh, my thing about Tiger Woods is this. So this guy basically, they're giving him this car. You know, Tiger Woods. You take a celebrity and put him in a car, and it wasn't even his car. So he's driving around this car. It's supposed to be. He's going to be promoting this vehicle a little bit, but the fact well, that he's counted to win. The fact that he gets in a car accident with the vehicle, and this is it was a Genesis SUV, right? So that's what I wanted to pick David's brain about a little bit is that Genesis is kind of a spinoff of Hyundai. 
It's their luxury yep. brand. It's their luxury brand, but it was a model under the Hyundai yep. uh, brand, basically, and it was a successful brand. They branded it as a, one of their luxury models, and mm-hmm. now they turned it into a fleet of vehicles. So they have sporty two-door cars, and then they have... They don't have any two-door cars in current production. My car, the same one that James had, I don't know if you ever showed you that. Mine was just the slightly newer version of it, the Hyundai Genesis Coupe. That was when it was still under the Hyundai umbrella before it was truly spun off into Genesis as a brand in and of itself. Still sold at Hyundai dealerships, but not under the Hyundai umbrella what, so much. I don't know if that really what, makes sense. What year was yours and what color? Because I want to I get a good idea what it looks like. I'm searching it here. Uh, 20, 2013 uh, Genesis Coupe track, and it's the silver. Okay, I'm not going to type a color. I feel like that'll come up naturally. I'm going to throw it on the screen here. Um, I I actually am a big Hyundai fan. Um, just from working at a car rental place where you're driving literally every car under the sun. And yeah. the Hyundais, I actually was like, these cars have been... Uh, James, well, James, you had the, the Hyundai way, way back, right? So I had two Hyundais when I was in high school. And then I actually had a Genesis Coupe up until two years ago when I wrecked it. Ooh, stupidly well what was the second hunt i remember the green elantra they were both Elantra. they were both elantras wrecked oh, both okay. of those too i don't have a good history with hyundai so we got i'm, I'm throwing these if you're watching but that's not hyundai's fault that's my fault if you're watching on tiktok or if you're watching uh on facebook i think you can see the hyundai online uh it's a the, this genesis coupe it's a two-door car almost looks uh it almost looks like a nicer What's that, a sporty Subaru? Uh, the Subaru BRZ. Uh, but it, it's a mean-looking car. This one has some hood intake, air intakes on the hood. Uh, it's a it's a slick-looking car. Yours, yours has had the intake, the air intake on the hood? Mine didn't. Derbs does. James did That was a 2013 and newer edition. They're fake. It's just a aesthetic thing. But... Here's where they made the difference between the two years. Uh, the two liter turbo went from 210 to 275 horsepower. And then the 3.8 liter V6 went from 305 to 348, which is what I have. And it's rear wheel drive and a stick shift, which you can't find anymore. Oh it's really so hard. hard. The fact you can't find a stick shift car is. is I stick got shift the- and rear wheel drive, you're paying a lot of money for usually. I got the truck uh, as automatic, even though I really wanted to do. A manual truck because I, I love driving uh, stick shift, but I was just like, you know, I'm going to need other people. I'm basically buying it as a work car. And since no one else can drive stick pussies, uh, since no one else can drive stick, you know, just I, I wouldn't have as much utility. So so th- it's a lighter vehicle, right? My car's quite heavy, actually. It's, it? it's knocking on the door at 3,800 pounds. Oh, it's got a big engine, right? Yeah. For, for a little car. Um, what's a, what's a, what's a max speed that you've hit in? That I've hit in it, uh, probably around 120. Uh, the, Did you as feel, much you as I had some power or any, oh, yeah. or just, you were just, Oh, it, it's got, like it's got legs. Laws? It's well, the times that I had this opportunity was when I was coming across country, but uh, I did the road trip with mom and she, she wouldn't have been terribly amused at going. She didn't like it when we we're going 85 or 90. So was, mm, okay. Yeah. But we played a I'm game sure like, that... Hey, 
where's the turn in the road? Oh, only three miles. 11 miles later, Jesus Christ, you were going straight for 11 miles. It yeah. would have be been nice to have a Tesla for that, but not so nice because you'd have to stop all the time. Yeah, you Just the autonomous have. driving. Um, uh, yeah, I'm afraid of that. I haven't been in it. Uh, so the, the Audi, we got a, a Q5. Yeah, it's a Q5. It's got a lot of bells and whistles, but it, but and it's cool to drive. But I still like I want to I need like an older vehicle. This one's not stick shift. You can put it in the Tiptronic mode, but it's I not it's not the same. It's a different engine, different transmission. Well, I think it's the same engine, but different. It just it shifts differently. It's there's no clutch. And I think engaging the clutch and shifting is a big part of driving. It's just I don't want to push a button. It's like a video game. Yeah. Um, nine, nine, three. But 993 is, is what I aspire to. Um, but that's also air-cooled, right? All yep. the 993s were air-cooled. Yep. And they stopped production in 96, I think. 96 or 97. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would definitely. So the thing is about going with an older car is you, it's mechanically not as sound. You're not going to get the same top speed. You're not getting all the safety specs. You're not getting you all the You don't care about it. top speed. You're in a 993. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, uh, man, I want a sports car again. I really miss it. That was, that was, that was probably the biggest thing I lost during coronavirus. Um, but either way, yeah. So tiger went off the road. I heard there were no skid marks. I don't think the guy did it on purpose. I think it was a celebrity. He was probably drugged up a little bit because I feel like the majority of celebrities are on some type of antidepressants and, uh, cause they don't live in the real world and he went off the road. Do you guys know anything more? Uh, about the situation than that police report indicates no substances or anything else like that so they, they they've classified it as an accident and like no charges or anything like that it wasn't reckless driving there was no substances or anything it probably is you just misjudged the road you know i heard bruce springsteen got pulled over a couple weeks ago for driving under the influence reckless driving and then I heard this morning on the news that he was at 25% of the, the state level. So he was at like 0.02 and they dropped the reckless driving charge. Like what? He how pleaded, that, he how pleaded is, to drinking tequila in the park or something. I, yeah. I and, and, but he was at like 25% of the limit, which is nothing. That's like one, that like, that's one drink. Yeah. They say one, 0.02 it's, per it's drink, one drink. Right? No, sure. I think it's, it depends on body weight, but that's probably a decent estimate. But he's also Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. Also, celebrity probably doesn't live in the real world. Probably drinks a fair amount. Um, so probably decent talents. But either way, like I don't know how that became news. And also, that why the why the cop like booked him in, uh, on all this shit when I imagine he was in fine shape to walk away from the vehicle. I I don't know. I I, I need to take a break. I think we talked about this, uh, David. You weren't here, James, and I where I said, I'm, I'm, I may just do like news once a week or just print news or something like that. Cause all this bullshit filler news is like just total non news. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, our hard hitting news topic from last week was gorilla glue. So fair enough. You heard so on, on current topics. Cause again, we don't have, we don't have really a theme for tonight's episode, but you heard that lady Gaga's dog Walker got shot and they, yeah. and he was, ta- he's walking, I think three dogs and they stole two of the dogs and she's offering half a million dollars. She's offering half a million bucks to return the dogs. Uh, what the about guy, the guy who got shot? Well, he got shot in the leg. And I, I just I watched the video. <laughs> oh, okay. I, <laughs> so so let's just not care about it. It's in the leg. 
Like, well, you want to get shot in the leg, dude? I'd rather get shot in the leg than anywhere else, I guess. Maybe the arm. Um, but but so I, I watched the video and the standout for me, and I don't mean to be a dick. I mean, maybe. But here you go. <laughs> but the standout. <laughs> you're going to power through it. Yeah. <laughs> so the standout for me, the guy, you know, he's struggling. He's uh, uh he was a he was a gay guy. He had a very high pitched kind of scream, um, and I, I mean that I don't mean to I don't you know uh, sexuality is not really anything that concerns me. But he had this high pitched scream scream, and then he he got very low and kind of throaty when he after he got shot and he was on the ground, um, which I also thought was a little weird, unexpected. But he he was shouting on the street. They shot me in my leg hard. Dude, I'm not going to judge someone for how they react to getting shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that seems on. like that seems like punching down. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either way, he had, he had a he had a real high pitched voice, and then he got I don't know. It was just I, you know, when people fall, and then the people that see the person fall laugh, and they don't feel good about the fact that they're laughing. But it was human. No, I do. If someone falls in a hilarious way, what it hurts and they're sad, and I feel De- bad for them. De- Dennis Leary. Well. <laughs> But either way, it was, it, I, I, again, the guy got shot in the leg. He's okay. As far as I know, obviously, I mean, they're, they're, they're reporting news about Bruce Springsteen blowing a 0.02. So, you know, if they haven't reported that this guy's in bad shape, I imagine he's, he's probably doing okay. But so there was a level of humor to it, that, but, but he goes, I got shot in the leg real hard, which I, I think thought, there's more humor in the fact that they decided to steal the dogs. Well, I mean, like, maybe they're why looking, at some point the, the money they're, they're right french now. they're french bulldogs they're expensive breeds i don't know there's the oh uh, seven psychopaths it's about a couple uh these couple of guys in hollywood that steal famous rich people's dogs and then ransom them back or find them when they put out the missing posters and return them for, mm-hmm. for the reward oh i That's remember that business movie. model that takes place in the it's desert. It's a good movie. That takes place in the desert. And, and uh, it, it's Holly, Hollywood. Hollywood, the finale is in the desert out there, but yeah. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's very recommended. No, well, since we're on the topic of dogs. Oh. No, this was. This was well, all right, go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, so I'm actually a pretty big dog person not hyphenated i like dogs i usually get along with them really well they usually always love me even when they don't love other people so i'm having a good night the other night i was uh, texting a girl that was actually putting up with my stupid jokes and seemingly laughing at them which is uh increasingly rare it's like i'm in a good mood i'm gonna go to the grocery store and i'm gonna get some stuff to make dinner and grab a bottle of uh some, some liquor and i'm walking down our street and out of nowhere six feet away on the sidewalk a dog just like jumps out, bites me in the arm. And so if you guys, if you, I didn't hold, see hold, that, hold that a little closer to the camera, if you guys can see this, if you're if you're watching us, David's got like quite the. Is that a bruise? Is that a yeah. bite mark? It's a huge, huge bruise. What's that? Three bite four inches wide. Center. And uh, the dog, the dog inch, was just humping you. The dog was just humping you. Well, just grinding away. It didn't get a happy ending, uh, and it certainly won't, depending on how the animal control investigation goes. But, wait, so so wait, so the uh, dog bit you? He, that was that's a bite mark. So yeah, that's a bite mark. I was walking by, and I thought the dog just like lunged at me, and honestly, I was happy. Like the dog lunged at me, I don't really care. I get another ten yards down the street, and like my arm hurts. I pull up my sleeve, like 
the fuck? That's a that's what a, a that's, that's, that's a, adrenaline. The body's response to just the incident, which it, is wild. That that's how that works. It is, and then it you is. get down, and and the, and the actual pain starts to to set in. Um, so the dog nipped you and bit you, and and he just kept going. That's more than a nip. He, so he he I mean, was just standing there. It was outside a coffee place. He was standing on the sidewalk holding the dogs, looking at his phone, not paying attention. He said later verbatim, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying any attention. I don't need that for whatever I'm going to pursue because California is strict liability. So he's at fault no matter what. But it doesn't hurt that he admitted to it already. Anywho, if he had just not been looking at his phone and had the leashes not just in the loop, if he had actually held the leashes and the dogs by his body, this never would have happened. But the dogs had all eight feet of the leads to jump across the sidewalk. I mean, I wasn't well, close to them. I mean, I, just, I was pretty far were away. These baby, were these baby dogs? Were they like a few months old? Less no, they're like they're like probably about 50 pound mixes. I mean, not not like big, big dogs, but not small dogs, like 40, okay, 50 pounds. But they were they, they weren't like adolescent type animals. No, they, they were they were at least three to five years old, if not older. They, they weren't puppies. Then, uh, dude, I feel like I'm on mushrooms. Like you're just changing colors. Oh, yeah, I can turn that off. Do you mind? But <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but what I imagine is that this is not the first time these these dogs have misbehaved. Um, and let, I mean, I did you have some type of smell on you? Did you have you had like you, know, you rub steak on yourself or something? No, no, I, I had. I was actually going market? to the store because I was hungry. Yeah, it was before yeah. the grocery store, and I wasn't even carrying anything that smelled good. Yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah. I see that in New York City, which is totally when it comes to the real estate side of things, a city that is not dog friendly, but then somehow all over the place are dogs. Um, especially in the morning, my, the, the building I just moved out of, uh, in the summertime, it just reeks like dog piss. Cause it's, there's three towers, they're 40 stories high and each floor is huge. So it's effectively a 120 story building because they're all going through the same entrance. So 120 stories worth of apartments all let out and all these, I mean, sometimes there's piss in the fucking elevator, there's piss in the hallways and I would say whenever I see that happen, the owner just keeps walking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which uh, makes me want to punch people in the fucking teeth. Um, but, but they all walk outside and, and, and the dog's pissing in the street. And every once in a while, I, I witness a dog like confrontation thing where the dogs bark at each other. Sometimes they attack each other. I just, I don't know. I grew up with golden retrievers. You guys, uh, I don't know if you were kind of out of the house by the time your parents got the dogs. Maybe not maybe the tail end of your childhood, right? Your, your parents have some labs. James more so than me. I was around with uh, Lily and Ralph and Lily passed away a couple of years ago, but they still got Ralph. And I was there for when both of them joined the family. They, they, do they, they buried her or they stuff her? They didn't stuff her. No, I don't. I mean, I feel like people stuff dogs. I don't. That's super weird. Well, I mean, it's something people do. <laughs> but uh i'm so, you know, sorry to hear of the passing of the the first dog she was a good dog but i feel like they weren't aggressive breeds uh did they ever bite anybody casey uh, yeah yeah but he deserved it I, they bit you this, so, uh, great hold but, on the, the, 
Well, what what yeah, I want to we're going get the at same it, direction here. What I want to get at though is, is social hierarchy of the family. Yeah. <laughs> well, the dog's got to dominate somebody. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lily knew that she was above Casey. Because <laughs> she saw how we treated Casey. She's like, I'm uh, above him. They treat me better. I get food when I ask for it. <laughs> so, so James and David are uh, in that order. Uh, the two and uh, the first and second, and the, of of three brothers. And uh, the third brother definitely gets the brunt of, well, I don't know what you'd call it, but the brunt of kind of life uh, <laughs> <laughs> from 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 the the two older brothers, which is which is rough. I definitely no no I, he I, gets I, the equal amount. He gets the same amount that James and I give each other. But it's really two, very times equal. Two, times two. He he just needs to step up his game, so it's it's more egalitarian. Yeah, it's we not, tried. If it were three I, equal forces, it would be triangular. It wouldn't be an obtuse triangle. But he well, is it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Either way, though, is my point is that people and their dogs, I think, I and this is my thinking on a lot of pet owners, because I witnessed the people walk their dogs outside, and then they'll walk there. And we've talked about this a million times on this podcast. But they walk down the street. They walk their dog up to somebody else. They're not looking at the other person. They're just looking at the ground. Their dog goes and rubs up against the other dog, sniffs some ass, the other person's not engaged either. They're just standing on a sidewalk holding a leash. And then the first person talks to the other dog as if they are their dog. And then the other person talks to the, the first person's dog as if they are their dog. It's a weird thing, but the people just kind of like they have these puppet dogs and they talk to each other. But anybody who's watching, I see this often. Anybody who's watching this is is just like, bro, like, you know, you're talking like you're talking to the person that's away from you and you just look like an idiot talking to them in this funny voice. It's a it's a very weird behavior, very weird social behavior. I don't I don't quite understand. But people, I think, oftentimes fool themselves with the personality of their their pet. Um, I, there's a word for it. Either of you. I have I'm blanking. I have no idea what you're talking about. In terms where, where, of like, where people where people where people personify uh, an animal. Anthropomorphization. Uh, anthropomorphization. That's the word. That sounds that sounds anthropomorphizing. Anthropomorphize. I think I got that right. Is to oh. assign human characteristics to a not human thing. Anthro human. Exactly. Yeah. And they and they assign. develop this whole character for their dog. But oftentimes it's in their head, obviously. Yeah, the word that was coming to mind for me was infantilizing. Where they, I'll say yes with a high voice, but yeah, different different things going on here. Uh, We're on the same track. You're you're yeah you're kind of parallel there, um, but it's just it, I think the point is that people fool themselves, and the dog's personality is the personality of an animal, a well kept animal, domesticated animal, but it's still an animal. And if your dog's biting other people, like this is a problem animal. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, when you said that I was about to say animal should be shot, but then I felt bad and I didn't say it. I was like, well, you know, probably this guy loves his dog very much. Even though I'll pull the trigger, even though the dog bites people. Um, all right, let me hit some comments real quick. See what we got. Uh, I did see, I want to, um, I want to do a shout out to, to Debbie Ferry here who lit up our Instagram page, the sip talk pod at sip talk pod on instagram 
Um, David, you follow that? Uh, I think I am. You, you need to figure out how to broadcast on both of them because I could only find it the night when Facebook was down on your personal one. Oh uh, yeah, so we we do do the personal one, but you got to follow if you if you're listening to us, you have to follow the Sip Talk Pod on Instagram. We're working on building out the brand. We're going to do some cool stuff with the branding actually because I love I, I, you know, I, I love the fact that this is effectively like we, we have a lot, we have a long way to go with the podcast and the brand of the podcast. There's a lot of cool things we could do. We just started a separate Instagram page for it. So uh, follow that so we can, we can continue to throw some content out there. Right now, what I'm doing is I'm just using it to showcase each individual episode. And then as once we get caught up, cause there's, this is the 80th episode. Once we get caught up to date with the episode uh, covers, We'll, we'll keep it up to date and we'll throw some more content on there, which will be cool. And we'll, we'll throw some uh, questionnaires out what people want to hear, but we get a lot of feedback from the audience on, uh, on Instagram and TikTok. So let me just hit some comments real quick and see, see what we got. Obviously we're kind of shooting the shit. So let's see. So we got um, blondes have more fun. I had two shots of tequila and didn't pass the field sobriety. Um, Sorry. Well, but. if if she's smaller, if she's like a hundred or hundred and ten pounds, then two shots goes a lot longer. Well, sure, and tequila is it definitely fuerte. So yeah, uh, but all it counts, all that matters is proof. But eighty if proof you, tequila is the same as eighty proof vodka. If you uh, if you didn't pass the field sobriety, I imagine that to have been a rough rough evening, Ooh, or yeah, after, or afternoon. Maybe it was tequila at brunch. I don't know. Um, so it's I'm an interesting brunch if you're drinking straight tequila. Well, yeah, I, I would definitely say it would be more interesting that way. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, so let's see. Jay, uh, what else we have here? James, uh, your freaking towel has been in that door for weeks. We all know the condition that James' room is in. It's in rough shape. We got Yo, it. It's going to be changing soon as soon as I – like, first of all, it's not even my towel. That's that's Ovejos. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Casey. Okay. Youngest, youngest brother okay. and i'm aware that the room needs to be fixed it's going to get fixed by virtue of my move to a future house so uh, so let's let's give a, a shout out real quick to lisa she said i'm drinking with you if that makes a difference it makes a difference to it me. does uh we got hannah moon says she loves to drive a stick shift i think she had a, a porsche actually oh. uh, tax reports not back i don't think let's see uh yeah i just i Oh, that was Springsteen, not not me. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, um, James, you remember the night that I didn't pass the field sobriety test. I passed the breathalyzer, but not the field sobriety test. I remember this night because you went out somewhere and I was like, all right. I was just hanging out at home. I didn't go out that night. You went out somewhere and I, th I feel like it was like a Friday night and you didn't come back. And I was like, oh, all right, well. I've seen this this before, and then you didn't was come it, back it until that, like wasn't that fun of an evening for me? <laughs> but I didn't know what happened to you because you didn't call or text me or anything. So I'm just you don't come back by like nine o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning, nothing happens. I'm like uh, I don't know what's going on here. And then at about two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you give me a call, and you're like, "Can you come pick me up on Leeds Avenue?" And I was like, "I was expecting." Leeds, Leeds Avenue is a, is a rough avenue in North Charleston. It's like if you'd come back before like noon or whatever, I would be like, oh, he had a pretty good night. And but by bonds. the time two or three o'clock rolled around, 
and you gave me a call. I said, I had a feeling that this was going to happen. Really? Because, yeah, the, like, it, it's if you spent the night out and you stayed over at a friend's house or whatever, you wouldn't have been there until two or three o'clock. Yeah. Exactly. Well, unless it, unless it could be a nice brunch, a couple of shots of tequila. Always, always important for a brunch for me. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. that was a, that was a rough. So what happened was I, 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 this is why your Jeep had no brakes. This was when the Jeep had no brakes. Wow. That's nuts. It's the proximate cause. People don't believe me. What <laughs> I, like, I, I just feel like when I talk about this Jeep, that there was kind of two points in time where it had no brakes. And by no brakes, I mean like legitimately no brakes. You could pull the emergency brake and it was, it was, I think James, you put this well, it was about the same as a strong headwind. Mm-hmm. Like it did, it, 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 it did absolutely nothing. But either way, I left, a, I went out with some people from work. I didn't have very much to drink and it wasn't even that late. It was like 8.30 at night. I had a couple of drinks and then I got pulled over, I think effectively for like changing lanes after the, the dotted line stopped and it became a solid line, but I kind of crossed as it was ending. Um, I thought it was because you blew through a red light because you couldn't stop in time. <laughs> uh i don't i mean that's possible but, but I, I, <laughs> at I, least I was, he's not denying it i mean this is a lot this is like 12 years ago um but either way i hadn't had that much to drink so the cops pulled me over and they asked me if i was drinking and i said yeah i had a few drinks um like just in in the passing but i knew i was i was pretty sober and i knew i could pass a breathalyzer in new york they give you the breathalyzer <laughs> what's that for they the do record, not give you the breathalyzer well, first in New York. I can attest to this. For, first off, don't don't ever do what Justin did and say, "Yes, officer, I've had a few drinks." Do what the there's a couple of good lawyers that ever now and then pop on Reddit. They're, they're called uh, "Shut the fuck up Fridays." What do you say? You shut the fuck up. You don't say well, anything. Make them. I do told it. them. No, they say, "Have you had anything to drink tonight?" What do you say? Because just staring back at them blankly. Is I'm not here to work. talk about my day, officer. I keep work at work. Well, uh, either, either <laughs> I'm not here to talk about my day. Um, but is but, that really what you're supposed to say? All right, guys. Yeah. Either okay. way, seriously, I, watch those videos. All right. I'm, I'm curious. Maybe we'll we'll bring them up in a future episode because I am curious. Um, but I said, yeah, I had a few drinks, and they're like, okay, step out of the car. I was like, well, I'm, I'm not intoxicated. Um, and and then they got they, like a bit more aggressive, and I was kind of That's being, exactly what an intoxicated person would say. Fair enough. Uh, and then I, you know, I did this, uh, field sobriety. I'm like, are we good? And they're like, hold on a second. She'd like to talk to somebody. And I, I knew this, the, the field sobriety test went fine. And, uh, they're like, no, you have to come with us. And I was like, what, what, at what point was that not a perfect sobriety test? Like the alphabet backwards. Cause I, that was a tough one. Um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, do I it can't sober. do it. Z- not smoothly. I guess we're drinking now. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that's so, simple. But but either way, I was like, guys, I I feel that. Hold on, wrong. here's the cheat code for the alphabet, alphabet backwards. Z A. That's the cheat code. Abbreviated version. Yeah. Right. Well, that doesn't. I don't think that works. Uh, I didn't I try get that. It. It, it didn't happen. The trick is to say you drank with supper. I don't. I don't think that's the trick. No. Uh, where did I go? I don't remember where that was. Again, this was like 12 years ago. Um, and we got a question about the Negroni recipe. Negroni. If you saw me make it at the beginning, it was one-third Campari, one-third sweet vermouth, which is the red vermouth you were asking about, and one-third tequila. And I topped it off with some gin, grated uh, oranges. 
Gin, you said tequila. Gin. You, you did make those strong. <laughs> I, I'm looking at a bottle of tequila. Remember I told you I have, I'm in the basement down here. and I have You're thinking about brunch. I got five boxes of, of bottles of liquor, and there's a tequila bottle and a triple sec bottle and an empty bottle of uh, bullet bourbon over there. So um, it's just, I don't know, it's staring at me. I think it's whispering my name. Um, all right, let's see what else I want to. Uh, so, again, on the day drinking, I did a poll on Instagram, and, and uh, out of th- over 300 people, just over 300 people, came back 78% classy, 22% trashy. So I think I think day drinking definitely, definitely on the classier side. I get, I think it also depends on what you're drinking. If it's two t- shots of tequila with brunch, that's Classy. probably okay. Unless like it depends on how you define brunch. Well, I think that I think we decided that is your brunch. Why, well, James and I? Well, I think. I, I think so it, what, what are your thoughts on brunch? Because James and I both despise brunch. Brunch is a dumb concept. Right? Like, it's very stupid. Okay, well, I've not been counterpoint. I've not been one for for brunch. I've always said, you know, it's dumb to go out at eleven o'clock in the morning and just get trash because you'd be passed out, you know, you know, from from two thirty until until seven, and then that's the end. Let of me the clarify: day. I'm not upset about going out and drinking at eleven. I just think it's a stupid meal. Go out and drink, have fun. That's cool too. Go to well, a beer here. garden. Drink a bunch of beer, watch some soccer, watch some football. Do that on a Sunday. Don't oh, this is, brunch. Yo, you know what, what I... bothers me even more than the concept of brunch is the verbalization of brunch. Okay, fair enough. But <laughs> hear me out on this. When I was talking Brunching. earlier, when I was talking earlier about sport drinking <laughs> or drinking as a pastime, I was thinking you start and you know I I like to go out. You know, when you wake up, you're a little hungover on a. Sunday morning is a rough Saturday night. You go out, you got to get some coffee, a little Bloody Mary action, because obviously you live in New York City and you don't have a lot of ingredients in your refrigerator. So you got to go out, you got to get something to eat. You want to get something to drink. So you get a Bloody Mary, you hang around at the bar, you get another Bloody Mary, you get some food. That's like your lunch, but it's kind of brunch and you can still get away with some waffles or some shit. And also you're hungover as fuck. So like, you're not worried about calories. So you can do like some fried chicken and waffles or whatever the fuck you want at that point. How much are you eating? Well, you had well, the Bloody Marys. You haven't had anything else. And then you and then you get whatever you want. And again, you're trying to clear this hangover. And then you uh, and then maybe after this, you, you go somewhere else. You stop for a cup of coffee. You do a little bar hopping. Now it's Sunday afternoon. You got work tomorrow. So you're kind of miserable about that. So you have a few more drinks and you go home. And then you're hungover on Monday. Well, you're going to work anyways. Who the hell cares? <laughs> that's that's my thing, at least. Um, yeah. Like, all right. Then so, you have a Bloody Mary before you go to work on Monday. So there was so um, I was I was in the bar last week <laughs> for lunch, and because uh, I needed to get out of the office, and there's no liquid lunch. Well, no, yeah, effectively, but there's no restaurants. <laughs> there's no, there's no restaurants open. It, it, you know, usually there's a gazillion restaurants. You go, you get some food. But I was like, where, where am I going to go? The place I wanted to go to had closed, so I'm walking down the block. I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to drop into this Irish bar, get like a burger and some fries, or a, I ended up getting a salad. And uh, I had, I ended up having, I ordered two beers, and then the bartender got, bought me another beer after I settled the check and then he got me a shot of whiskey after that. And I was like, oh, all right, that was way more than I, I two beers. I think with, with lunch is fine, but three beers and a shot of whiskey was like, all right, 
I may need I may need to take a little nap when I get back to work. Um, but I'm, I mean, it's it's an empty Irish bar on a dead block because there's only homeless people injecting heroin into their eyeballs at this point in New York City. You don't uh, have those nasty train marks. So, uh, but uh, I missed what you said, David. Hold on a second, though. Yeah. Well, actually, go ahead. Uh, no, eyeballs is good. You don't want those nasty marks on your arm. I know. I've got like this one. It just do, looks yeah. really bad. Like I can't even pick like the right spot to do. It. <laughs> you totally missed it. The main I, no, uh, I was like six inches yeah. off. Um, but uh, so I'm watching the TV, and I didn't think much of it at the time. I did take a picture of of the TV because I thought it was a funny. I didn't exactly know what the article was about, but apparently the mayor of New York. You know, everybody knows New York is basically dead at this point. There's nothing going on in, in New York City. There's no restaurants. There's no bars. They're increasing the capacity for the, le- the basically the leftover restaurants, like the ones that have been getting by making no money for years. So they just continue to get by making no money um, for the last uh, year, basically. Um, but there was a whole bunch of people dancing in the streets and de Blasio saying, yeah, we understand the city is in rough shape. So we're combating this with dancing. Which that'll work, <laughs> which uh, and it was really and, and we were talking earlier about uh, the guy who who got shot in California, the dog walker. But it was about like open culture and accepting uh, different sexualities and stuff. And, you know, I think if you're in New York City, and you're not accepting of different people's gender preference or whatever it is like you're in the wrong city, bro. Like just Take the wrong place unless you're there for the heroin, you know, like you got to be accepting. Um but it had something to do with open culture and I just, I couldn't see. And I, I just read, I read some of this article. It didn't make any sense to me. Basically somehow the city is the mayor has decided that the city is going to stand up for itself and revive itself by having people dance in the streets or something. I don't understand how that's helping business. Are the heroin users going to be like, you know, Matt, this was a really good street to do heroin, but now with all these people (laughs) dancing, it just ruins I the mood. I, I could, that that's probably the only angle where I could see that that having people dancing in the streets would help at all. Um, well, if he's trying to revitalize the city, there are certain forms of dancing that are very lucrative. So I can see where he's going from that standpoint. <laughs> Don't those tend to attract more heroin? Um, no, they can't afford it. Like you can't afford a stripper habit and a heroin habit. You have to be pretty well off. And usually that's cocaine and stripper habit. You don't see oh. it too often the mix of a heroin. Well, uh, yeah, no, it's more habit. cocaine and meth. I can't imagine that yeah. you dance yeah. too well on, on heroin. No, I mean, someone who is a purveyor of exotic dancers, usually they will be more attracted to the stimulants than they would be a, a smack user. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, but sometimes you need to cut the edge. All right, so Bounce let's out. go. So I got, I got, uh, let, let me just kind of hit the note. So I got drinking as a, as a sport slash pastime. I got the lady, lady Gaga's dogs being abducted and, and they shot me in my leg hard, which <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming it, it's, around. it's getting funnier. <laughs> it is getting funnier. Because you, it's, I, I you didn't drink that much. But. Hold on. I've got a really quick aside. I was so <laughs> Before the game starts today, I'm working with two guys that I know pretty well. Both of them are solid referees, and I've known them for a while. And I was telling them about how, like, things suck for me right now because I'm working in the office and I got this buying the house thing and everything. And one of the guys is like, yeah, like, you're starting to become an adult, Basel. And I said, no. I said, I'm 35, and I still laugh when people say balls. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> kicked in the balls. Um, <laughs> actually, I got a funny story. This just is the word it, balls. This is Scott Scott Hastings story, and I just it's realized a funny I, word. I made reference to it, but uh, we. <laughs> Oh Scott, Scott and I, we, we do some work on the, we do, you know, we used to, we used to do a lot of uh, mechanical work in the garage and then we take the cars out for a test drive and we grew up kind of in the mountains. So we drive, we basically, you know, we, we didn't know if the car is mechanically sound, but we just decide that we would take it racing through the mountains as a test drive. So we did this a lot. <laughs> um, That's how you find out if the car is mechanically sound. But one day we decided if to, not, you have the entire rest of your life to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, we, we, one time, we, one time we had a, I think we had a breakdown. We went, we picked up, uh, I'm changing stories here. Let me just touch this. We, uh, we had a breakdown we were fixing the brakes. The car ran out of gas. So we're walking back to the house to get a different car to bring a can of gas back out. And it was only like, I think at this point, we were probably about a mile and a half, maybe two miles out uh, on North Lake. North, you guys know North Lake Drive? We're oh, yeah. down on North Lake. We ran out of gas. We're walking back. Now, if you guys know me, I go barefoot a lot. And uh, we're walking back barefoot. And the cops stop us. And they're like, uh, where are you boys going? Oh, we just we ran out of gas down the street, so we're just walking back to. And they're like, "What do you mean you ran out of gas? You, you don't have any shoes on." Yeah, what do you mean you think what? I could afford gas? <laughs> well, I I didn't quite see the parallel between like <laughs> having shoes and running out of gas. Um, I think there's a perfect parallel. Well, either way, I I don't want to I don't want to wear shoes. We ran out of gas, like, and I, they uh, they just harassed the hell out of us, and they were like, "All right, acceptable answers." We moved, and they just, they drove off. <laughs> But what, I mean, if you were a cop, like, where the fuck else you have to do? You're in the countryside. Give us a offer. Us a, I mean, I'm not comfortable yeah. offering asking a cop for a drive for a ride home. Yeah, just be happy you weren't black in that situation. I can very only, south for I you. I can only imagine. Yeah, I, I heard about this guy uh, harassed in Texas, walking in the snow. teenager walking back from his, walking back from his job from Walmart because you couldn't drive. There was no public transport. He went in to do his job, and he gets harassed and arrested. They yeah, dropped what? the charges, but still. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he was also walking on short sleeve shirt. Yeah, but well, yeah, I, mean, I guess so, if you're going to, if you're in Texas, like you probably don't own a down parka. So. so this and also, like, you 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 did live in upstate New York, and you only ever wore shorts. So <laughs> how is that something to yeah, judge? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me finish my story because I went I went on a tangent here. Either way, the one thing we used to take the cars for drives to to make sure they were mechanically sound. I did that with the jeep in south carolina except i i returned the car never tightened the lug nuts my bad different story so we're driving out of the country and 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 scott goes i know somebody that lives around here cool guy he kind of keeps himself i think he's retired uh he made some decent money in his life he got his he's he's got his own plane like all this stuff um so again we don't come from a very rich area but a guy that's got his own plane and he's got, I don't know, 15, 20 acres of his own land. He lives and he's retired. Um, the guy's telling us a story and he said, oh, I, yeah, I, something along these lines, like, oh, I got this nice car. I was driving through the city. I parked, got out of the car. Somebody tried to mug me. He took out like a chain or a bat or something like that. I thought, I thought at this point, like, you know, this is, this is it. This is it. So the guy comes to attack him and, uh, and we're just, I mean, it's an old guy, long beard, long white hair. And we're like, this old motherfucker is getting attacked by by some gangster with a chain or a bat or something. And we're like, well, what did you do? And he goes, I kicked him in the balls. <laughs> 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 Which, he goes, Simple and effective. 
and then I jumped in the, your plans. I jumped in the car and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but either way, on the balls topic, when you said uh, balls makes you laugh, anytime I hear balls, I just think of this guy. His name is Tom Trombley. He goes, I kicked him in the balls. <laughs> And I got in the car and drove the hell out of there. Uh, I just had to respond to him like, yeah, you're becoming an adult. No. No, I'm not. All right. No, of course not. Um, I'm 14 and this is funny. Yes. James still looks like he's 14. So uh, props for that. All right. So then we hit the de Blasio. I'm just running through the rest of my list here. We hit the de Blasio. Spread the world at all the the local high schools, I guess. De Blasio uh, pushing dancing, <laughs> at, at, you know, as some type of solution to the city being in peril. Um, I got Tiger Woods. And is that his reelection campaign? Dude, that's like, I, let them eat cake. I think. I, yeah, I, I think that I think Andrew Yang actually has a, a chance. I hope he does. I love him. I I don't necessarily well, I don't know enough about de Blasio his is very much. De Blasio is very much right now becoming the Dane Cook of mayors. Fuck governing. I just want to dance. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know, it's 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 really it's a shame because I mean, I remember I don't you know, I, we've got all these theater people that haven't been able to work for the last 12 months. They got to dance somewhere. Them. We might as well have them dance the heroin addicts off the streets. I, I'll tell Stop you the, two the, problems with one employing uh, the theater people. Look, but look, you got you got two types of super liberals. You got the teachers, generally very liberal, and then you have the theater crowd, also very liberal. I can tell you one thing though: teachers do not want schools to reopen. The theater crowd desperately wants theater to reopen, um, and th- and that's a rough industry. Those guys are getting fucked. Does the theater crowd want schools to reopen? Who the fuck? Well, schools are a super complex issue because think about our school back at Tamarack. We had 85 kids per grade. That's still 500 kids from 500 families, at least in the year, uh, middle and high school, coming in every single day. That's a huge amount of exposure. So I'm not saying that we need to, we, we definitely need to open schools. The, the effects that this is having on working families, single parents that are trying to do a job and have to have their kids in school kids are being left behind that's not to say that the teachers union's concerns aren't legitimate there needs to they, they need to figure this shit out and i'm not smart enough to figure it out for them well i think shutting down schools most other countries did not shut down schools, um, a, lot of schools a lot of countries did actually every country shut down schools no i don't very I don't, much every single I'm, country i'm pretty sure in europe they did not shut down schools mm. um I, we can look this up but i'm pretty sure europe didn't shut down schools but 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 either way they, kids, they did actually. kids don't. Well, are you Googling this? I will. But I'm sure they're not. They can't still be shut down either way. No, because Europe did like lockdowns and shit better than we did. Well, I mean, we can't do shit. So people people think the snow was fake. I mean, oh, my God, that is so depressing. All right. Let me it's let me really... let me let me just hit the rest of my list and, and we can shoot the shit if you want. But but I got one more. That's that's a good one. And it's only because I drove by a, a taxi yesterday. And Here, real quick headline from January 16th, 2021. Europeans, Europe schools are closing again on concerns they spread COVID-19. So again, Im- implies that it happened at least once. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to make my, uh, my second cocktail here just to shoot the shit with you guys. I got a good one to share with you. I got a really good one to share with you. Um, and you probably, because you don't have as much of a presence of taxi cabs, 
in Charleston, South Carolina, and in Sacramento. We have obviously a gazillion taxi cabs in Manhattan and the surrounding boroughs. I love a nice yellow taxi ride. I like being able to just walk outside, put your hand up in the air. Somebody picks you up and they just say where to, and you get there. It's very nice. Whenever I see a taxi, I say, oh, that's a taxi. Huh. Right. And then they, they don't still so exist. Far between. Yeah. No. Phone booth? So, yeah, phone booth. Oh, my God. That's a place where just... Uh, Public bathroom? Yeah, a phone booth in your... <laughs> is, is legitimately... oh, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, broad daylight, just homeless people taking shits in the, in the, in the uh, telephone booth. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yo, at least they've got at least they've got the 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 pride to do it at a booth. San Francisco, that shit is not even inside of a, a TV well, glass you know, it, it, no. you know what happened? It it continues to ha- it happened a couple. It happened twice, but um, I, it, from talking from the staff, it's not the only two times it's happened. Somebody continues to shit on the side entrance of the Starbucks that I frequent. So not the main entrance, but there's like a side exit, which is the exit I always use and probably half their clientele use. Not anymore. Yeah. And it's just constant. And the thing is, like, it's, oh, it's fucking disgusting. People are fucking animals. And I mean, I'm like, shoot the dog. And, that, and I'm like, I didn't want oh, to say the worst. that. I didn't want to say that because it sounded, it sounded mean. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, these guys should just be rounded up on leashes and put in the fucking kennel. Um, they're fucking animals. It's disgusting. I get it. Like you're homeless. You got a shit. But most of these people... It, I mean, it's the usually, it's mental health issues and I don't know. It's just, it's being very poorly, the mental health of the, the, you know, citizens is, is not in good shape. Either way, let me finish this taxi thing. So I, I just love this, the ingenuity of taxi drivers um, because now they have to, they've sectioned off. A lot of these guys have like this weird plastic wrappy type divider plastic vinyl divider between the front and the back and because a lot of these cabs don't have vents to the back of the cab the cab gets hot so what they've done is you know your dryer has like that little it almost looks like it's made out of aluminum foil but it's like the vent to go outside so they have these they must have bought them at home depot for like nine dollars and they have them duct taped to the vents in the center console over the radio and then they have this big silver tube and then it goes and it's duct taped to a hole in the vinyl sheet, this plastic rack sheet to, to pump cool air or warm air maybe into the back of the cab. And it's kind of the most derelict rigged up system that you could imagine. Uh, But they're doing it. And I see it on a regular basis. It's just funny, you know, it's a, it's a funny uh, thing to look at. On the subject of taxis, I saw something. I saw something really quite stupid. Uh, Lyft is going to be exploring a ride-hailing feature where you can make a phone call <laughs> to have someone come pick you up. Isn't it's just funny how it's gone kind of full yeah, circle of really you don't has. want to have to basic phone call. You can just do this on your phone. You don't have to talk to anyone. To okay, you can make a phone call. I'm just. So, so here's the thing. No, it is very I much feel, should be. I feel bad for these families. Most of them are immigrant families who have bought into the taxi cab business. In New York City, to get yeah. a yellow cab, you have to buy a medallion, which basically is like a license, effectively, on top of your uh, your commercial driver's license for taxis. Uh, it's effectively a license to drive a yellow taxi cab. 
and they go for they've gone for a million plus. Not anymore. Well, not need so, but the problem is you've now financed a one point five million dollar asset that is not worth one point five million dollars, and it's not making you the money that used to make you. That's the issue. And that's why I say I feel bad. And a lot of these are struggling families who came here, they invested in this, they pooled funds and now they're fucked. But the reason they're fucked and the reason the yellow cab industry is, is down is because we have Lyft and we have Uber and I don't know. What's another one. Via. I use Via in New York city. Yeah. There's get, Uh, and there's, uh, there's like one or one or two more. I don't know. I get, I, New York I, city has way more options than a, a lot of places. So. so, but either way, they don't require them. Down. We have car sharing services, but not, not rent, not different, like, no, but, Uber, but effectively different versions of Uber. Yeah. Um, well, and who knew yeah. that like an industry that suddenly has to face competition might buckle under the pressure. Well, but here's the issue is that the city mandated that they get these, silver license tags, the medallions that go on the hood of their car. Yeah, they falsely restricted supply. And they don't do that for the other ride-sharing services, which I think is the biggest issue. I think the if the city is going to allow yeah. Uber drivers, then they need to basically buy back the medallions they sold to cab drivers. Or they need... And I, I, I'm actually almost more for this. I'm not quite sure. I need to understand a little bit more about the economics of this. But requiring that anybody that picks people up has some type of has to pass some test or, a, you know, more than just a generic license that you're registered for. And basically, Two points. go ahead. I'd like to see if they would leverage a tax on the rideshare services in New York City to subsidize the immigrant families that, like you said, pooled their funds together to do the medallions because like you said i mean they paid 1.5 million they don't go for 150,000 these days because why would you pay 150,000 dollars for you don't need it you can do it through when you app. can when you can fucking lease a toyota camry or a, well, through the app through the app you yeah. can actually do it through their companies it, the yeah. second point is london has a really interesting taxi market I, where they've completely blocked all that shit out they have the thing called the knowledge that every black cab taxi driver has to pass They've shown through studies that the hippocampus, the area responsible for learning in your brain, actually grows as these taxi drivers do this, and they have to pass it, and it knows every single so, street. The knowledge is really hard to pass. All right, so to, to clarify, what David's talking about is in order to drive a taxi in London, you have to pass a test called the knowledge, and the knowledge is effectively a geography test. You're, you're, you're tested on the roads and different routes and what's the fastest route. Uh, pretty I much have to member, memorize an entire map of London. Yeah, you have to. And, and yeah. what else is on the knowledge? Can you search that real quick, James? What's, yeah. what's on the knowledge test? And it's, but I think we, I, in the medallion idea is a similar barrier of entry into the taxi cab business. But I, I give props to the London government for, having done this and i think and and also for blocking the ubers but i think that they should just make the uber drivers have to pass this as well and it's going to slow down you're still allowing for a new technology but it's not flooding the market with it and it's kind of leveling off the competition but for the major difference go ahead here's the major difference i see between the united states and several european countries england with london you have the black taxi cabs in france you have they don't like mega marts. You don't have major grocery stores that have a pharmacy in them. You have bakeries, 
you have pharmacies, you have wine shops, you have cheese shops, you don't get all your shit in one place. It's it, and, and that's by law. I it's think by law very, that you can't have a pharmacy inside of a bigger supermarket. It's by law very, that you yeah. can't get. So we complain about Main Street getting trampled all the time. I mean, we all know it's all of our own fault. Time is guilty of, as anyone is. I just bought a shit ton of stuff on Amazon because I couldn't be bothered to try and source it locally. Where the hell would I get all these disparate things in Sacramento when things are shut down? I don't know, but you'd also I'm not be, helping. You'd also be dumb as fuck not to. You know, it would be it would be dumb as shit to go to six different places to get something you could walk down six different aisles of Walmart for. Um, and and you know, I there's it's harder. Have you ever seen that movie where Walmart basically it's just like the shit on Walmart movie? James, I think we watched that. Wally? No, not Wally. Um, it's it's called like the Walmart movie, and it just it's uh. a documentary, and it just talks about how Walmart goes into these different towns and areas and destroys the local economy in two ways. One, it puts everybody out of business. And then two, they hire everybody who's been working for these businesses or out of the town. Now, everybody works at Walmart, but because of their pay structure, nobody's full-time, nobody has benefits. They're all working part-time. They're all working shit hours. They don't have benefits. And then not only does it put all the businesses out of business, but it fucks the income of everybody that lives in this town as well. Um, and I mean, that's true. Like that's the market. Um, back in Brunswick, we had the Walmart major center there. They wanted to build a super center less than like half a mile the down the road across the street in a protected, uh, wetlands yep. area. And what did they do? Really? They turned the, they turned this protected wetland in, they, they like doubled down. They're like, this is a very special wetland. So they put a road into the wetland where you could park and stand and look at okay yeah yeah yeah. it's not totally right it's not much to look at it's not much it's basically just like a brown swamp Um, yeah it's it's nothing special it's no it's like it's very protected let's pave a roadway into it so we can see it better (laughs) with our cars yep it's it's i mean no nobody goes there unless it's it's you know two o'clock in the morning they're trying to get some ass although they're probably not because no there's better places like river road Um, there's a deep story there Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah almost uh, all right I'm glad that that one landed (laughs) welcome Doria to the podcast Um, (laughs) uh, and thank you everybody for joining us tonight we uh, we kind of ran with it and I think we hit some cool topics um but the knowledge we got any comments to respond to uh i do but uh i think i'm gonna skip the last couple of them not related (laughs) james did you pull up the knowledge can you can you do a better job describing the knowledge just so the knowledge is i don't remember the exact area but basically within a six mile radius of what's called the center of london every street within a six mile radius of whatever point they pick it's the same point but like some point in london they pick as a center point six mile radius around it you are responsible for knowing every single thing on that street. You need to know which ways the streets run, the fastest way to get from one street to another street. You need to know which streets are dead ends. You need to know every single shop, every single restaurant, every single landmark, everything on that street. One of like an example would be like there was a one foot tall statue that a driver was asked about and said, Hey, where's this statue? What street is it on? Where is it? Where is it on that street? 
um, what launcher, what laundromat is on such and such a street? Um, what, what are the streets that you're going to take from Cherry Shire Boulevard to Hampton upon North from street I like or whatever? And you're going to go from here to here to here to here. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's, it's about 25,000 streets that you need to memorize because when you take the test, it's not like a written test or anything. It's you're basically in an interview and the person's just going to say, oh, what's on that street? If I wanted to find this particular laundromat, where is it? Um, I want to go to this pub and I'm here. How do I get there? But I think and that's they just I think that's you really and, I think that's really good to know. When I get in a when I get in a taxi cab and I tell the guy where I want to go and he puts it into GPS, I'm just like, no, no, you're gonna go this way and this way and you're gonna do this. But when the when the driver obviously doesn't know where we're going, I'm just like, I I have made a a very bad mistake. Can I get in a different it's cab? Too late. Uh, but it's too late. So I've been I've been in cabs in London. Um, and I like the cabs in England way better than the cabs in New York. Also, the cabs in New York City, this is this is probably the bigger the the biggest reason why it, well it should be the biggest reason why people use things like Uber is Uber is newer cars and they're in good shape. The te- yellow cabs are cabs that are basically shared by the medallion holders 24 like around the clock. They're traded off. So the they car basically never never stop running. They never stop running and they are disgusting. Disgusting. That's the thing. Do you have a distinct difference in service between Uber and Lyft and what you think of as a yellow taxi cab? Yeah, but you've, met, you've created a great barrier. social commentary. But you've created a barrier. They, they created a barrier for yellow cabs and not for the other companies. I, then, I get that. So, it's, but if the pricing were the same, if the pricing were the same, um, people would and just assume the barrier to entry are the same. Assuming that, not saying that that's not unfair. But if yellow cabs were three dollars and Ubers were eight, I bet today people would still pay eight dollars for the Uber because it's cleaner in there because it's their own personal cars most of the time. Yeah, but I was doing five dollars door to door for a ride share, or I was doing twelve dollars by yellow cab, and I usually would do the yellow cab because it was faster, but it was also dirtier, and it wasn't that much faster because you're sitting. It's not. I didn't go that far. Um, the other thing I was going to add is I, w- I was in Tokyo and took a cab from the airport. And these cabs were old, like 80s looking cars, but they looked like they were just off, like just out of the showroom in perfect condition. Uh, the seat covers were like knit doily seat covers, um, like pure white, very, very clean, super clean. Like somebody must have cleaned the- these cars with uh, a Q-tip. And when I got to the hotel, the bill was like 380 bucks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. Also, where did I go? Oh, I, I think I was in, it's pretty intuitive. I think I was in France and I got off the airplane. I was at the airport and I walked out and I didn't have any cash. I mean, I didn't have any, uh, I th- think at the time they must have been on, they must have been using pounds. But I didn't have any cash. I only had U.S. dollars. Using pounds in France. What? Are they, what were That's they? your first problem. I'm sorry. They've always been such great allies. Euros. My bad. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Uh, I was using. Uh, I was so it was franc, and then it was euro. It's never been pounds in France. Pounds is England, 
and will always be England now that they're out. It, it was it was Reichsmarks for a little bit there. Yeah, short Vichy. Okay. <laughs> I don't just I don't know how the fuck your weird shit how your currency changes. Um, but, <laughs> easy in, in World War II. Um, I didn't have much say in the matter really. But I got I so I I went to a couple of different cabs and um i had this guy they didn't speak much english i mean you're, you're a cab driver at the airport it's one thing if you work at the airport you expect to speak you know maybe a little english you know but the cab drivers didn't speak any english so i got in the cab i only had a credit card so i'm like credit card and they're like well i don't know what you're talking about and i was like visa mastercard and they're like visa visa like they they assumed i meant like passport visa <laughs> did you just hold up the credit card uh, ultimately yes but it, it took me a, i went to like three or four different cabs having it this conversation this have taken you three or four cabs to come up with this concept well it was this tri- is really on you it was trial and error and i had just got what did you try car. before that <laughs> mostly error <laughs> mostly, mostly <laughs> error um all right um all right guys let's wrap up uh i uh I don't even know. I don't even know what we're gonna call this this uh, this episode, but it's been fun. Thank you guys for joining for some drinks. Thank you guys for watching. Um, if you're watching on uh, if you're watching on TikTok, don't forget to. And TikTok, you can give gifts. You can also give diamonds. I don't know the utility of that, but if you're watching on TikTok, don't forget to throw some diamonds our way. Uh, if you're watching on Instagram, make sure you follow the sip talk at sip talk pod because uh, we're building up that Instagram page. Uh, I'm going to share with you guys the Sip Talk Pod Instagram page. And uh, if you're watching us post-production on YouTube, thank you. Don't forget to comment and like that. And if you're listening to us, please rate us five stars, even if you don't like us. And if you don't like us, how have you gotten this far into the podcast? We don't I- even like us at this point. <laughs> uh, I did not like the multicolors coming out of, coming out of David's <laughs> <laughs> that was some trip i don't know what i don't understand the the utility that has you just just uh i don't know what you're smoking over there man um i think so, you do i think pots. you do <laughs> all right guys i will catch you later all right later. laters adios all right that concludes this episode thank you for joining us don't forget to subscribe rate this podcast and i will thank you um that's all i got see you next time I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.